Hello, everybody. Today, Hi. Today, we talk about the president being acquitted of his crimes that they say he did. I don't know whether or not he actually did them. I wasn't paying close enough attention. Neither was I. I don't think any of us really were. We tend to avoid politics around here except for shitting on everyone in it. And somehow we went up to four views and went right down, back down to two. And now to one. <laughs> okay, we lost everyone. Because we were talking about Trump. Oh yeah, and how we do not care, and how we understand that even if he had been found guilty and removed from office, all the other people would have become a worse alternative. But uh, yeah, probably. But before we get into that, I do want to let everyone know that the podcast is now on SoundCloud, and if I check here real quick, hopefully. If it shows it to me, I think I'm still waiting on iTunes to finish um, my podcasts. Yeah, it's still being uh, reviewed by iTunes after three days. Still says submitted for review. So... We're still waiting for it to, uh, for them to, uh, check into the podcast and let us know if they allow us to send it out there. But it is on, we are on SoundCloud now. Yay! Granted, uh, we do not have a website up yet because I do not know how I'm going to do this and all the... Templates look like shit. It's a fair thing to say. Oh, but excellent news, Laura. I got what? myself a gun. Like an actual gun? Yeah. Why? Uh, road rage the other week <laughs> that I saw behind what? me and people out by where I work. Oh, okay. Shit in general. You know, just something to keep in the car once I get my concealed carry permit. <laughs> keep in the car. <laughs> oh, God, I love you. What, keeping a gun in my car? At least you're not our uh, redneck friend who kept it by his bedside. Supposedly. Well, right now it's sitting in my, in my nightstand. In case someone breaks in. See, our friend happened to um, exaggerate certain things, so whether or not he actually did have a gun on his bedside table leads to be seen. It, or whatever yeah. that... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know what he was talking about. But back to the uh, other thing. Um, I was not surprised by Trump being found not guilty. Why? Because anyone who thinks that that supposed... <sighs> Oath of not being biased was worth anything that Congress had to take before playing jury is an idiot. It hmm. always goes down party lines. You really think the Republicans and the Senate are going to vote to find him guilty of 
all this stuff, and then apparently Mike Pence, the vice president, as a as a secondary party, guilty of stuff, which would have put Pelosi, a Democrat, as the president through line of succession. You really think they were going to find him guilty and let a path for the Democrats to get the White House? I have no idea what they were going to do. No, I mean, do you really think Republicans are going to impeach someone, opening up a path for the Democrats to take the White House? Depending on if the impeachment was warranted and if it made them look bad if they didn't impeach him, then I can see them doing that. Yeah, but the impeachment process was completely messed up from the beginning. Uh, they didn't really have much evidence. They kept changing what they were charging him with. Oh. Well, why was he, like, supposed to be impeached in the first place? First, they tried to say obstruction of Congress over a bunch of stuff. Then they went with abuse of power, quid pro quo over the Ukraine thing. Which, by the way, previous presidents had also withheld aid for corruption stuff. And all this other stuff he supposedly did. Here's my thing. They did it because they didn't like him. Seriously. Clinton, Bush, Obama. They all did impeachable shit as president. And Clinton, he only got impeached for getting a blowjob and lying about it. <laughs> I, you still gotta love that. We are the only country in the world that first had a president that got impeached for getting a blowjob from a government clerk, and another one who goes through the impeach, who was impeached but then acquitted, just like Clinton was, for. And he's a he was a reality TV star. Yeah. These Wait, are interesting like, times we live in. He like actually got impeached, or did he like before his term was done for that? Because like Hillary's still with him and stuff. Oh, no, he was impeached, but he didn't, but he was acquitted by the Senate. Like, it didn't, oh, it didn't remove okay. him from power. Right, that's what I was going to say, because to me, I'm pretty sure most people have finished their whole terms. Nixon was going, Nixon was never impeached, though, with the Watergate. He just resigned. Oh, Before right. they could impeach him. And that one, he would have definitely been removed. But I do not believe any sitting president has been, ever been removed from office. And just by law of the last several presidents, Trump will get a second term because why? Because all the Democratic nominees are even crazier or dumber than he is. And because we've never, in my lifetime, we've never not reelected the president. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have. I mean, there might have been a president that wasn't reelected, but... In history, yeah, well, ones that took over from previous presidents and were so bad at the job they didn't get another term. You know, when presidents die and vice president takes over. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah. But a president that was elected for their first term usually just keeps getting reelected till the term limits are up. Or they stop running. <laughs> I know Lyndon B. Johnson would not accept the candidacy for president because he realized he did such a bad job. He refused to run for another term. Hmm. So yeah. I was shocked that um, it was funny because a lot of people were like saying that Michelle was going to run, but she never did. Michelle Obama. You know the funny part is? They were talking about impeaching for stuff before this supposed Ukrainian call that supposedly started all this. 
That that's what gets me. They tried to. They were looking for something to impeach him on, and they found one thing that might stick, but really wasn't ever going to. To try it. Right. And then they tried. But to like, say, why did they want to impeach for that? Was it because like they were scared of the possible war aspect? Maybe it was an excuse to impeach him. That was it. Well, it was just that's an not excuse. considered like uh, over. No, the Use Democratic. Power? The Democratic. No, it's not, especially since he was saying for corruption altogether to get rid of corruption in Ukrainian government. And it looks like a lot of these other people who voted to impeach him also has kids on that energy company's stuff, according to something my grandma posted on Facebook. I'd have to go in and do more research and actually see if it's actually true. You know, I want to see a link to the to the thing's website and a li and the official list of people on the board because that should be public information which we should be able to get a hold of I want to see the right. actual document before you uh, claim these things because we all know how things work on the internet mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of other investigations and you know then they try to say about Russian bots trying to influence our election to get Trump elected Except here's the thing. Before the election, we know that Hillary Clinton was selling uranium to Russia. Why would the Russians try to help elect the person who wasn't the one selling them uranium? And hasn't right. been too friendly for, towards them since he got into office. I mean, he's done the whole, oh, they're allies, they're our friends now speech to, you know, keep people calm. But we've gone against them with the Syria stuff. And all this other stuff. So, it's the whole thing. It does. None of the claims made by the Democratic Party make any logical sense. And I mean, I'm not going to say Trump's a good president. Quite frankly, I think he's a crap president at worst and a mad president at best. He's not the worst, he's not the best. His uh, term is, his uh, administration is being painfully average. Right. Though they all get and I mean, credit for shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the world ended when he was president, even though everyone seemed to think it would have. Oh, that's just because Hillary Clinton didn't win like they wanted her to, because they wanted a woman president. And I don't, I'm not against a woman being president. Yay, go ahead, make woman president. Just not that one. I think they made a woman president in another country. Yeah, they have. What I'm saying is, everyone's saying that everyone didn't vote for Hillary because they didn't want a female president. No, they didn't want Hillary Clinton as our president. Right. And a different one. I mean, there are other ones that I had seen, I forget their names, that I thought might be decent candidates that are women. So I don't mind the idea of a woman president. If they're a good candidate. Right. But the entire platform of Hillary's campaign was pretty much, vote for me or you're a sexist. And they called anyone that wasn't saying, I'm with her, a sexist. So they pretty much said, vote for her because we need a female in the White House. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with doing the job, doing it right. <sighs> It's like, everyone wants equality, 
all these people want equality until you got to do the job the same amount of way and be treated actually equally. Like a court system. Like I found out in uh, Michigan, there's no law protecting men against paternity fraud. So if a woman lies on a birth certificate and puts your name down as the father of her child, even if it's fraudulent, you're still on the hook for that for child support. Yeah. In Michigan. That's awful. Yeah. And they call a law sexist against women. I hate to say it, but when it comes to the legal system, women do end up, in a lot of states, women end up with a lot more rights than men, especially in parental and divorce matters and whatnot. Well, when you look at, like, crimes and shit like that, like, say a woman, like, murders a person. She'll get a lesser sentence in in a nicer jail. Right, and, like, obviously they'll still get time, or even something like, um, the whole teacher bit. Like, the woman has, um, you know, is able to eventually get out. The guy, he's stuck in jail probably forever. Oh, yeah. And yet, it's the same crime. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's the same crime. Like, these two girls, there was, like, a movie based on them. They ended up, like planning on killing their, like, mom or some shit, and they actually got out of jail. Like, it was based on a true story. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, they were in for a long time, but they got off, um, without the death penalty and were able to get out of jail because they blamed it on psychological issues. Which very much could have been the case. But, you know... Yeah, I mean... But, you know, a man wouldn't have even get that. A man would have been given death penalty no matter what. Because, I mean, we have people who are declared sociopaths, who are sociopaths, serial killers, who are definitely sociopaths, or simply sent to prison, where these people should be put in a mental institution. Right. Under heavy sedation. Not tossed in a prison. They're sociopaths. They will thrive in the prison. Well, I don't know about thrive. They're a sociopath. They have no problem killing people. They'll just kill a couple of people in the prison and uh, no one will bother them. You know, reign of terror. Sociopath. Or psychopath. You know, I get those two confused even though they're two different things. I feel like like psychopath is worse than sociopath. It is, because technically someone who has Asperger's like me who is introverted could be considered mildly sociopathic. I believe a sociopath is someone who doesn't feel empathy, and a psychopath is someone who essentially gets off on the wrongdoing. Or something like that. I'm gonna look it up. Psychopaths tend to be more manipulated, manipulative, can be seen by others as more charming, lead a resemblance of a normal, lead a resemblance of a normal life, and minimize risk in criminal activities. Sociopaths tend to be more erratic, rage-prone, and unable to lead as much of a normal life. Okay, so there's a difference. Okay, so they would be sociopaths going to prison. The psychopath would be the guy who became your boss because they're really good at stepping on people and climbing the ladder. I mean, to be fair, I think that's where the term he's such a freaking psychopath at work probably came from. (laughs) That's because he probably is. Like, I'm sure if the people who are watching, if there's any, eventually, you all, I'm sure, have the type of boss 
where they feel no remorse whatsoever for you, and talking to them, they, like, don't really... They hear you, but they don't really see you, if that makes sense. And they'll even agree that you're right, but because they don't want to say that they're wrong, the uh, fix will never get implemented. They'll, get, they'll do the sugarcoat words and be like, Oh, yes, I totally understand. Yes, I hear you. Nothing happens. Yep. Oh, yeah, and they're horrible at their job, too. They're probably in the office saying that a different manager can do whatever you need them to do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I learned a long time ago. Most people out to lie, cheat, and swindle you. So you gotta lie, cheat, and swindle them first. Yeah. dog walled out there, unfortunately. And I really don't like I lying, don't think... cheating, and swindling people, but... I mean, the issue is, like, there's very few, like, very pure people in the world, and most of the time, they don't really get very far, unfortunately. Yeah, you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that pure-hearted or pure-minded, but when it comes to my morals and my ethics, hate to say it, there are some times where if I wasn't so ethical and so honest of a person... I probably could have manipulated my way into a much better position, but I just won't. I won't stoop to that level. I'm sure there's a lot of people that lie down their resume about things. Well, they never check the resume, not unless, you, not unless it's a super high up their job. With super special things. Right. You know, I mean, like, a lot of jobs, though, even in retail, they at least check that you kind of did retail before. Yes, because that retail manager is calling every boss you used to work for and making sure that you actually worked there. I mean, no, but, like, they kind of want to make sure that you're, like, teachable and that you know how to run a cash register. I know, I, so, fun you know, fact, I used to work at Dollar Tree. Yeah. And they did actually want people to not only have a high school diploma so that they weren't hiring a dumbass, basically, and also have previous uh, retail experience. Yeah. Although, you want to know what's fun? I went to this uh, little diner in the mall here where I live. It's actually a pretty neat little diner to get uh, just a grilled cheese sandwich last weekend. Yeah. The cash cashier couldn't figure out the change when she hit 5 instead of 10 when I gave her a 10. All she needed to do was add a $5 bill to whatever the change was. And it would have made it $10. Couldn't she just have rung up the order again? Yeah, but here's the thing. She voided it out and rang it up again to get the change out. But she couldn't do the simple math, thought, simple common sense of, Ooh, you gave me a 10, I hit 5. So grab a 5 out of the drawer to make up for that. And then do the change from there. I mean, yes, it was bad on her part to not know the math, but, I mean, if she accidentally made a mistake, it'd be on her and it wouldn't be on you. No, but it was the annoyance of it. I had to sit there while they re-rang it in because they couldn't do the damn math. And, oh, and yeah. I'm asking, you know what? All these people I see that get these jobs, how the hell did you get these jobs and why do I never get the call back? 
Oh my god. What kind of job were you going for? I went to several interviews for retail. I never got the job. And then I talk to people. I see these people when I go to the retail shop. And I'm like, how the hell do you have a job? I have no idea. I Some can't people get a job are... in retail. Well, I mean, you get paid better than you would have in retail, right? Oh yeah, I make fifteen twenty nine an hour. Well, it's not like you're missing anything, then. No, I, I, no, it's just the point is that you see these idiots there working, and you're like, how did they get this job? I applied for these jobs a long time ago, and no one would hire me, but this idiot's got this job? How? Or I have how no idea. This, or you work with people, you're like, how are you still working here? True. I feel like because we both worked at McDonald's, we both uh, know a couple people that were a bit too dumb for even that job. Yes, but we worked at a McDonald's with a mostly competent staff and a highly competent man store manager. Some of the people were not competent that worked there. I said mostly competent staff. If you guys want to hear an interesting story, we worked with this one lady who... I want to say she was homeless, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, fast forward a couple of years, we ended up seeing her mugshot in the newspaper. Which one was that? It was like this one lady. I'd always be stuck like buying her food and crap because I felt bad she couldn't afford it. Would this be the same one that walked out and the boss and the owner went and tried to check, check the cash register to make sure she wasn't stealing because she walked out the back door? I don't know, but she got, like, arrested for something really stupid. She ended up, like, going into someone's house and went in there to take a shower. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some interesting stories. I mean, they did hire this one kid the second time I went back, and he left the meat in the in the hot box so long it was all dried out. So I threw it. So after he wouldn't listen to me about making new, I threw it out and then shoved the pan straight back through the through the uh, holder from the other side of the holder just enough so it was sticking out the other side like halfway like I knew just how much to push it without it going out and onto the floor so it'd be sticking yeah. out in its face I'm like yeah you do you need to do this right man I, I don't really care if I'm not your boss I've been here longer than you and I did have that problem when I went back to McDonald's up there because I'd been gone for like nine months and a lot of new people had shown up and didn't know who I was or that I'd been there so long. So to them, I was just this new guy coming in trying to tell them, hey, you need to do this. And they, oh, yeah. they didn't really understand that when it came to me, while the, while the true trainers didn't need to listen to me, if you were another crew member who hadn't been there longer than me originally, it was a pretty good idea for you to listen to what I had to say. You know, it was like, yeah, that's the guy who's not a true trainer or manager because he doesn't want to be. But he knows what he's talking about. And I don't know if it was the store we worked at, but they kind of eliminated the whole crew trainer thing. They just made people managers. Uh, that was the boss trying to get people raises. <laughs> Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, crew trainers didn't really do that much, comparatively. No. 
I mean, like, if the main manager wanted to go take a smoke break or something, they'd hypothetically be in charge for, like, ten minutes, but that's really about it. And besides, most of the time when it came to the grill or the bad cash, when we were there, I did all the training for people. I trained everyone on bad cash when they came in new, when I took, after I took over, pretty much. Unless I wasn't there. Right. So, you know. But that's a story for another day. But people are morons is the uh is Just the, of it. Just of it. And this ADSC goes all the way up to the government. We have uh-huh. to ask How are these people in charge? My dad in the call yesterday was saying, uh, when we pass Congress when he goes with uh, the school on a trip to DC later this year on a field trip. When we pass Congress, should I tell him that's where the ki- where you go to go back to kindergarten? I said, that's where you go to go back to preschool, Dad. I think I oh think preschool gosh. is bigger less than Congress. I was told by when someone was describing like how Trump like did good things for workplaces, they were like saying, "Oh well, he actually like increased the standard deduction, so technically." people should be getting more of a refund now and not less. And I'm like, I'm not entirely sure Okay, what uh, it was before, here's though. What it was. Here's what it did. He increased the standard deduction, but he, but he also reduced child tax credits and he eliminated the ability for auto mechanics and such to deduct their tools from their, that they have to buy for their jobs from their taxes. So, be, and... Auto mechanics have to buy all their own tools. I didn't. I don't know right. if you knew that, but your mechanic, that toolbox they work out of, that's their toolbox. That goes with them between jobs. Maintenance guy at your work, same thing. Mold tech, if you've got, if you're doing injection molding or if you're doing metal molding or whatnot, that toolbox they have, that's theirs. And it comes with them and leaves with them when they come and go from the job. That's how maintenance and mechanical type jobs work. So does being a plumber, being an electrician. Anything you have to have specialized tools for, you have to pay for those tools yourself. And the government eliminated the ability to take those off your taxes. Hmm. Which sucks because what would happen is you could take those tools off your taxes. You'd have to depreciate them over a matter of years to get all your money. But you'd essentially end up getting all that taken out that that you did not take that home. Now you're still taxed on that money and you're out that. And really I think we should get rid of the child tax credit. People are having way too many kids. And I think some people are having kids just to get that $5,000 credit every year. Well, yeah, I was actually talking to one of my coworkers, and when it came to what we ended up making for our year-end, um, you know, salary, or you know, what I mean, well, basically, we made about the same, give or take, a thousand-ish dollars. But because she's got like three kids, she ended up getting like a ten-thousand-dollar refund. Well, I'm a single guy with no kids living at his dad's house. So I know I don't get to do here in Indiana. You actually can take your rent off your taxes. But because I don't pay the rent here and I'm not on the lease, I can't do that because of how you have to do that. Because of all the stuff you have to put in to take it off your taxes, I can't do that. And because I'm at my dad's house, I can't do head of household. 
because they don't pay more than 60% of the household expenses. Well, I wasn't a able to do my rent because it didn't end up being more than the standard deduction. Well, rent is a state thing. State is different from federal standard federal deduction. This should be a state deduction. Oh, right. So yeah. it's total amount of your rent or three grand, whichever is less in the state of Indiana. You can take out a maximum of $3,000 for your rent every year. Now, um, because of the new tax code, someone like me, I get less taken out of my paycheck and I get a bigger refund, but only by about a hundred bucks. But if you're someone who, let's say, buys a lot of these tools every year and was and now can't take them off their taxes, well, you're screwed. Now, granted, if you if you are a subcontractor and have your own business, you could still take those tools off as a business expense. It, it's kind of stupid. Believe mm. me, it, it seriously, it didn't really close that many loopholes and all that stuff. If we really want to fix the economy and fix these things, we need to get businesses to pay people more because, yeah... They cut those taxes, and businesses grew. They said like a 4% growth. You want to know how much wages went up if they went up at all? 2%. That's not that much. That doesn't even cover inflation, which is at like 25 or 2.8%. So while you're making more than you would have without the raise, you're still making less money than you did last year. On a 2% raise. That sucks. So, you know, that is all that. So, yeah, so you end up making less. Sorry, I thought I heard something. Um... So yeah, so you end up making less, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that would suck. And of course, none of that is sustainable over the long term. No. Because it's the whole thing. There are 330 million Americans at my last count. And actually, let me... Uh, U.S. population... Uh, they're about to do a census. Okay, there's 331,2651 people in the United States. And people try to say, well, if you want to make money, you just got to get a better job. Okay, a lot of these jobs that require degrees are paying less than I make now without a degree. They need years of experience for them and all that stuff. Or they say going in the trades. Do you really think there are going to be 331 million openings for welders, electricians, tech guys, plumbers, and all that stuff? Nope. Exactly. And even if and if that did become the case, the plumber would pay, get paid minimum wage. Why? Because everyone's a plumber. That's what happened in the tech industry. It used to be you could go in with a base certification 
make 50 grand a year. But now, because all these people went and flooded the market with applicants, they can ask for a bachelor's degree, five years experience to make $11 an hour to ask someone whether or not the computer was turned, if they turned on the computer or if it's plugged into the wall before sending them on to the next guy at the help desk. Because supply and demand. If that makes any sense. It does. So, the thing is, it's like, you know the Great Depression, right? Yeah. Well, that had a combination of factors that caused it. But one of the main thing that, things that caused it was overproduction. And how did they... So, the factories produced all, this, all these goods and they sat in warehouses unsold. Now, I may ask you, why didn't they sell... Couldn't they sell the goods? Because no one could afford them. Because they didn't pay people enough. And the... Pretty much the rages were crap. And everything else was shit. Oh, these days you gotta have all sorts of qualifications just to go mine coal. Or be a miner. And that's becoming automated anyways. Which, you know what, I'm not really against automating, completely automating the coal mines. Because, you know, yeah, it puts people out of work. But, you know, those jobs are extremely dangerous. And there's this whole thing called black lung. I mean, it's not a day's work, but I would never wish that job on my worst enemy. Even though it pays well. Mostly because right. of the black lung. So, what goes on is lots of people want a job, lots of people go into it, the job drops. Now, there are jobs that should be paying more. Nurses and teachers, for instance. Granted, some teachers should be paid more than others. But how do you quantify how well a teacher is doing? And you need to get parents on board to get these kids to settle down. Because the teachers are not only getting underpaid, but also getting hit and spit at and all this other stuff that some kids are doing in some of these schools. Why would that teacher care about the students if the students are treating them like that? Kind of hard to keep right. caring about someone when they treat you like that. So parents need to learn to be parents because if these kids, if the parents could be parents and these kids could could actually pay attention instead of these people having kids to, because, ooh, I want a kid, or it's a tax credit, or, ooh, look, I want to have kids so the people in the office say, ooh, how cute your baby is, and all that, and because they wanted to be parents and wanted to raise a child. People want to have a kid because they want a kid. They don't want a kid because they want to raise a good citizen or a good human being they want to have a kid to fawn over and whatnot and once they get old enough to actually have is that they don't have to take care of anymore they ship them off to preschool or kindergarten or a daycare or a babysitter and then they wonder why the kid never got the proper discipline uh -huh. yeah parent, people are meant to be raised by their parents or at least a set some parent not as a large group by one person. Go to a daycare. You got 20 kids and 5 people. Uh, yeah. The people are uh, outnumbered 4 to 1. Yep. And then you wonder why kids act like little animals. And then when you get to the nurses. These nurses. Are exposed to. 
blood, needles, infectious diseases, and they do all this work for the doctors. Starting IVs, uh, grabbing medicines for them, administering the medicines that the doctors prescribe, checking on the patients, sponge baths for patients that can't actually bathe themselves, you know, that have to be bathed in bed, dealing with feces and urine and all that stuff. And they don't make, and they have to work 12-hour shifts and sometimes 24-hour shifts without any sleep. It actually causes, and doctors in ERs, residents, have been doing the same thing for years, and it's caused many a malpractice to happen just because the person didn't get enough sleep. Like, when I go to the ER, I'm a little concerned that my doctor may have been up for the last three days, and who knows if he's thinking straight. My health's in this man's hands, and the hospitals require him to have these or have these hours. And not paying and, him so well. But he, they're charging me out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. The ER is the most expensive spot in the hospital to end up in. And the people there are paid the least in the whole freaking hospital. If the show ER is anything to go by. Which I think it actually is one of the more accurate uh, medical dramas ever put on TV. I think. Granted, that might have just been because they were at a low-budget hospital in Chicago. Oh, well, you never know. But the point is, we all know nurses don't make enough money for what they do. They definitely do not. And they get paid hourly. So, yeah, they have overtime, but, like, you lose your OT, you lose your house or whatnot. And that's the thing. You shouldn't have to work, because what it turns out is... What was going on is people weren't making a livable wage. Places were just letting people work a shit ton of overtime. And you realize, no, you still got to work 80 hours to get make a living. Which kills the entire point of the 40-hour work week, which most office buildings don't even need. Seriously, in an office environment, clerical work, you could have it done in three days. If that. Like, they spent less... I think the average one they said spent, like, less than half the work they're actually working. And their work was done for the day. But they couldn't go home. So they goof off on the internet. And in my one audiobook group, the one guy says that he listens to the audiobooks at his desk while he's working. And now, while he's working? Yeah, while he's working. Must have an office job. A nice office job. Yeah. Yeah, you get paid 70, 80 grand a year to do clerical work. And you have to be there 40 hours a week. But it really only takes you maybe 10 hours of the week to actually get your job done. Granted, I understand in like manufacturing environments where you're always doing something. You know, you're constantly pumping out stuff. And the work is truly never done. Having 40-hour work weeks, you know? Yeah. But in in business situations, unless you're like the CEO or someone who really never actually has a day off. Because, you know, if you're the CEO of a company, you may be on vacation, but you have the business phone with you. Or you're the director of a, 
of a spot. You're on vacation, sure, but if that phone rings, you still got to go back to work. Just because that's the way these things work. Which is tough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those type of jobs, you don't actually get a paycheck. What you get... Yeah, because a lot of the time, the money you just re you have to reinvest into the company. That's if you're the owner. If you're like the CEO on the board of directors, what that is, is you get stock in the company, and the dividend and what the company is worth is what you are worth. Which is why... Uh, Profits are so desperately wanted by people on these boards and whatnot because the more profit the company makes, the higher the CEO's amount of money the CEO gets because what he gets is a portion of the pro is profit sharing mixed with stock options. He doesn't get an actual well, he gets a salary, but it's but most of that salary is paid out in stock. Like he doesn't actually right. get a paycheck of that salary in a lot of cases. So what? I found interesting was um, the when I used to work a retail job, um, they had drastically cut everyone's hours, and they said it had something to do with the stakeholders, like and profit margins and stuff. And I didn't completely understand what that meant. It meant they were not they were spending too much on labor, and the stock and the stockholders wanted them to start spending so much money on labor. Mm. Because I don't know if you know this, but companies are legally obligated to uh, put profit first. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not just in their best interest obligated. They are legally obligated to do so, even if putting profit first is detrimental to not only company, but the entire country. Because if they don't put the stockholders first then the stockholders can sue the company. Hmm. So stockholders are, like, the people that, like, help them... Okay, like, you know get the, money? You know the app Robinhood? Yeah. Okay, you go on that and you buy stock. You are now a stockholder in that company. Mm-hmm. Your 401k is invested in a stock. You are partly a stockholder in, in several different companies. Right. So, essentially, if you're a stockholder and the company's not making these moves to make more profit, and your stock goes down, which means you lose money, you're not going to be very happy. Well, the company is legally obligated to make sure that bottom line keeps going up and do everything they can to keep going up. Here's the thing, though. A lot of times, a smart business move may be to let your stock price go down for a little while because you're doing internal things, increasing the wage and whatnot to get more out of your workers, which would increase the economy as a whole. Short-term loss, but creates a snowball effect that creates a long-term gain. But because investors and CEOs go by quarterly reports and don't look five, ten years into the future of the whole economy... They'll do something that'll create a boom for the company this quarter, but next quarter, the ramifications of what they did could make the company go bust. And that's how some com a lot of companies actually work. They don't reinvest the money back into the company. 
my work, we need a bigger building, but they refuse to spend any money on anything because they want their mm. profit margin. Yeah, they pay us pretty well for the industry, but they tell us we don't need more warehouse space, we need less product, but they keep trying to pump out more and more product and ordering in more and more supplies to make the product. We literally do not have enough room to produce what we're producing, and they refuse to expand because they don't want to spend money because that would cut into the profits. And that is what kills a lot of companies, and that sort of thing is what's going to kill the entire economy. They don't want to spend money on labor. They don't want to spend money to maintain equipment. They don't want to spend money to expand when necessary. So what's going to happen is inefficiencies due to an insufficient amount of room in factories and workplaces, which will lead and not enough people making enough money to buy anything, which will lead to another crash. Right now, the only thing propping up the economy right now is investment by people who are extremely wealthy, which invest in the stock market, which, hey guys, the stock market really doesn't have anything to do with the economy. It has to do with the health of companies, kind of, but the general economy of who can get a job and who can afford to pay their rent is not based in the stock market. The stock market can be doing well, and everyone can still be getting evicted for not paying their rent. Mm. The stock market is a horrible guide to the economy, because when your average person is still making thirty grand a year, when they were making thirty grand a year ten years ago, and the cost of living has gone up by like eight times, with like a two to three percent inflation over the course of the last ten years. And that's compounded inflation, you know, because it's compounding interest, you know. Yeah. 3% on 3% on 3%, just like how loans work. You end up realizing that, hey, we might be doing something that's going to kind of uh, bite us in the ass. Maybe. You know, one of those fun things. Super fun. Oh, super duper fun. So, yeah. So, essentially, if you don't pay everyone a livable wage, then people get foreclosed on, no one can afford to rent. And by the way, nobody's renting to anybody right now. It's At least not online. If you want to find a place to live that's for rent, you have to hunt. Uh-huh. What's it? Oh, yeah. Uh... See, I, uh, I'm sorry, we gotta end the stream, uh, I gotta take care of some stuff. Have a good night, guys. Bye! It's probably been almost an hour anyways. Yeah, it has.